So why is LinkedIn the best place to build your personal brand? Well, whether you're growing your social impact business, running a nonprofit, or you are just a good corporate citizen who's wanting to grow your influence and spark change, LinkedIn is the place that you can make that happen without spending a ton of time creating content or just scrolling a feed. So I discovered this as a nonprofit executive, slowly but consistently fitting relationship building and storytelling on LinkedIn into the pocket of my week. And not that far after, we started getting PR opportunities without pitching, corporate sponsorships without knocking on a bunch of doors, and referrals by just thoughtfully staying top of mind without spending anything on paid marketing efforts. We started to attract an aligned community to move our mission forward in a way that felt kind of serendipitous. And what I remember being so, I guess, relieved about is that I didn't have to worry so much about where the next influx of resources was going to come from because we were just naturally attracting a sustainable stream of interested people that we could then nurture into whoever they were meant to be in our world. Like I didn't have to go out and find them because they were finding us. And so this magic is available to us too. If you have been chugging away at your visibility, I know how frustrating it can feel when our mission still feels like a best kept secret. So the solution that I have found is building a personal brand as a thought leader to really position ourselves as the approachable expert that we are. And by the way, I use the term thought leader because it's known, people know what that is, but I really think of it as lived leadership because it's about sharing our lived experience. The word expert can be tricky. Like when I say expert, I'm not talking about where you went to school, how many degrees you have, what credentials you have. And actually, for the most part, our potential clients don't really care about that either. What they care about is our ability to guide them through. And the best way for folks to see that is by sharing our own story of what we have grown through, plus the solutions that we figured out along the way. So before we get into the episode, I wanted to tell you that I'm introducing a new way to work together in March to share the solutions that I have figured out. So this is for my lazy LinkedIners. This is for the people who want to share stories that bring connection and sales. This is for people wanting one-on-one access to me on Voxer for all the questions and all the quiverings that come up as you step into your voice as a go-to guide. Plus, you'll be in a small community mastermind of less than 10 social impact leaders who are going through the same journey. And you'll have access to the proven Kindling Collective curriculum. So it's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure. Fill out the brief application in the show notes if you're interested and I'll reach out to start a personal, easeful conversation with you. All right, on to the episode. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Campfire Circle. I'm your host, Tanya Bhattacharya, and I empower purpose-driven women in building influential personal brands that drive change and raise revenue. We all talk about getting a seat at the table, but why though? Who wants to sit in a stuffy boardroom anyway? Let's reimagine the ultimate space of leadership as a campfire circle, where we share stories that inspire movements, build brave communities to huddle together with for warmth, and where there is always room. Come sit with us. 
So just before I share why LinkedIn is the best social media platform to get visible and grow your business, I want to just very briefly talk about what thought leadership is and why does it matter? So my definition of thought leadership is that it's a practice of consistently tapping into our passion, our experience, and our credibility to build trust and community as we imagine and shape the future together for the better. And so there's an action-oriented quality to this, right? Thought leaders or people who are putting out thought leadership have a vision for the future that is better than the one that we live in now. And we have a mission. And that's usually what we're doing through our consulting business. So maybe it's supporting activists in the environmental or conservation space communicate more strategically, right, to get a certain goal accomplished. Or maybe it's providing large-scale healthcare delivery transformation and safety net hospitals so that we can achieve health equity. Or maybe it's supporting small shop nonprofits with their finances so they can stay sustainable, right? So whatever it is, what you're doing is a big deal. And it needs to be shared so that others can pick up what you're laying down and lend their power, influence, network, etc. And again, LinkedIn is my preferred place to do that. And so there's a couple of places that you might be on the spectrum of using LinkedIn. And so one is you're using social media for your social impact business, but not LinkedIn. Like you're thinking about it, you know, you're using Instagram, you're using Facebook, you're using TikTok, something to show up. And it's not that your people aren't there, but just personally, as someone who does hire other consultants to support my business, you know, from bookkeeping to specific types of marketing support to podcast management, like when I'm scrolling Instagram, I'm not necessarily looking for those opportunities, right? I'm looking at memes. Like I want to just laugh and honestly kind of dissociate a little bit if I'm being very honest. I should honestly take a screenshot of my suggested for you page on Instagram because it's hilarious and it's wonderful. It's all dogs and it's pasta. So it has nothing to do with like social impact really. But when I'm on LinkedIn, I'm there with a different mindset, right? I'm looking for something different. I am scrolling with an intentionality to grow my professional network. I am trying to see what my colleagues are doing. I'm trying to learn from them. I'm trying to support and build community as they share updates, right? I am looking at what's trending. I am learning about the news and happenings that might impact my business and the people that I care about. Like I'm looking at what conferences and events my peers are going to be speaking at and where they're going, right? Like who's changing jobs, who's starting their own business, all those kinds of things. And so that's why LinkedIn is so important if you are wanting to be in the mix that way. So two, the second place you might be is you are using a company LinkedIn profile page. Like you have that, but you're not showing up with your personal brand. And that's great that you're on the platform. And it's great if you want to keep doing that. But what I have personally noticed is that people want to know the face behind the work, right? They don't want to deal with a faceless company. They want to know the why behind the mission, or at least that's the thing that will build trust and community in a really authentic and much more quick way, especially if you're a consultant, a coach, a service provider, or some kind of founder-led business, because what your clients are buying and what your supporters are supporting is really you. Like they're actually there to support you. So let's see you shine, okay? So the third place you might be, and again, you might be multiple of these, but the third thing is you are okay getting visible on other platforms, like let's just say Instagram, but something stops you from posting on LinkedIn and it has something to do 
with systematically limited beliefs around maybe not knowing enough, not being quote unquote professional enough, just not being enough of some kind to share updates on LinkedIn. Like maybe you need another PhD or you need a few more years of experience or whatever the case may be. Or it might feel icky to have all of your old coworkers see yourself put yourself out there. Like, you know, what are they going to think about you? And there's so much I have to say about this. And just know that you are not the only one who feels that way. And I recorded an entire podcast episode just about this. It's episode 25, which is about barriers to visibility on LinkedIn and how to overcome that. So I'll link that in the show notes in case it's helpful. The fourth thing is you are using LinkedIn, trying to build your brand on there, but you're not seeing results in terms of new leads or like getting new referral sources just compared to what you see other people doing. Like you see other colleagues who have tons of engagement that makes you feel frustrated with your own lack of results. And so what I want to say to this is that tons of engagement does not necessarily mean that other people are building their business or converting them to whoever they're meant to be in their world. A lot of sales, and I guess what you might call conversion, it often happens behind the scenes, like either in the DMs or on a call, you know, that you set up off of LinkedIn. And then five, like, of course, I got to add this to the spectrum, which is you're just in love with LinkedIn. You're all about it. And you're just listening to this to just celebrate the power of LinkedIn with me. And that's a great place to be too. That's great. So wherever you are, and maybe it's something that I didn't mention, I think of LinkedIn as a 24-7, 365 business building gathering that's always going on that you can just pop into anytime. And you can pop into it while in your jammies, like you don't have to like get fancy for it. And the clients and the supporters that you're looking for are all there. And just like an in real life networking gathering, you can show up to just a random event that you found and just grab some charcuterie and hang out in the corner and think, gosh, this isn't working for me. Or you can take the plunge and start to strategically show up in aligned ways and begin chatting with the right people that you actually want to meet that can make the needle move for you in your business. And the chances are, is that you're already connected to that kind of person, right? Who is actually looking for the transformation that you provide and doesn't even know that you offer that specific solution right now. Okay, so let me talk about why LinkedIn. And I think that I want to do this by sharing some myths around LinkedIn that are out there. And then I'm going to share the facts or the truths, at least my truths, right, of how LinkedIn has changed to really be the most effective and worthwhile social media platform to grow your social impact business. And by the way, there's some truths to these myths because LinkedIn has changed a lot. And LinkedIn was a lot of these ways. And I bet many of us, after we graduated from high school or college, or maybe trying to get our first job, we created a LinkedIn and we just let it sit there. But more recently, LinkedIn has really been overhauling their algorithm and themselves. And they're continuing to invest in creators. And so, yeah, it's just a great place to build your brand, right? Which is what this is all about. So the first myth I want to tackle is that it is stuffy. It is boring. It's sterile. It's corporate. In fact, when I was on Diane Mayer's amazing podcast, Coffee and Converse, she referred to it as TikTok's corporate grandpa, which is something that I have stolen because I love that phrase so much. But the truth is, much like the actual corporate world, especially recently, there has been more of a humanization, right? Is really working on putting the social back in their social media. And they're investing heavily in growing different parts of their platform to like support 
creators. And when I say creators, like maybe you're an undercover creator, maybe you're never going to, maybe you're not a creator at all. But what I mean by that is somebody who's looking to show up and just share interesting things on LinkedIn and build community there, right? And so they have released something called creator mode. They've released newsletters, carousels, polls, LinkedIn audio rooms, right? Which is kind of like how Clubhouse is. And just other new ways for people to build personality-driven brands. And yes, you can be personal on LinkedIn as long as it ties back to your vision. And so that's why having clarity on your brand messaging is so important. You don't want to just share personal stuff just to share personal stuff. But, you know, sharing personal stories can help you change hearts and minds and attitudes and drive your audience closer to your dreamy, just future. So for example, I once did a helicopter ride when I was on vacation and I posted the video on LinkedIn along with a, like a caption and a post. And yes, it was technically a vacation video, but I tied it back to the importance of getting that 30,000 foot view when you are writing your personal narrative and your personal story. Because so often we can't see the value and the strength in our story because we're too close to it, right? And so this post was all about that. And that's just one example, but there are so many different ways that you can share a personal story that builds trust and community, right? And so the second thing I want to share is that it's a myth that you only use LinkedIn to find a job. And you definitely can use it to find a job. And so if your work does have to do with HR or recruitment or career coaching, like that is definitely a place you should be. And just very quickly, by the way, is also building out their services marketplace, which is almost like Upwork or Fiverr in that you can be found by potential clients and get hired directly from LinkedIn. Potential clients can send you a proposal without ever having to go to your website. And I've already gotten a couple of proposals like this already on LinkedIn. And each time I'm like, oh, wow. Um, But I digressed because getting hired is not all LinkedIn is for. Like a related myth to this is that LinkedIn is a place that you just copy and paste your resume into your about section. But it's not about posting your resume, right? It's about serving as a helpful resource for those you serve. So if there's one thing you take away from this, don't be a resume, be a resource. Like it's about sharing helpful, valuable content that serves your audience and moves the needle. And if you don't know by now, I'm a big proponent of being lazy on LinkedIn, which is just posting once per week and spending one intentional hour per week on the platform. You're just doing the right things, right? Things that will move the needle. And I'll tell you more about why that works later on in this episode. But on LinkedIn, that one piece of content works as a 24-7 marketing team. Because if a client of yours, let's just say a client or a referral source of yours likes that post, their colleagues, the people that they're connected with are going to start seeing your name and your content come up on their feed too. And your clients, your people probably have friends who also struggle with the issue that you are helping them with right now, right? And so one of the cool things about showing up and building your thought leadership on LinkedIn is how large your impact and your reach becomes. Out of all the people who begin to reach out and start to let you know like that your content reached them and inspired them to do things differently or the people that hire you, there are probably 10 times as many out in the world who also are building that trust with you and who also feel that way and they just haven't told you yet, right? And so myth number three is that LinkedIn is built for different kinds of sectors, right? Different kinds of people as in 
none of your creative, brilliant people that you want to work with are on there. You may pop on there, but you see the same people posting all the time. And it's just, it doesn't feel like it's your potential clients or your supporters. So to that, I'll say LinkedIn has over 830 million active users and 12% of US users visit the site daily. And you might be saying, oh, but Instagram has so much more than that, right? They have so many more people there. And that's true. They have over a billion people there. But, and this is a big but, less than 5% of LinkedIn users actually post content regularly. And that number I've seen 3%, I've seen 5%, but five is the highest number I've seen for this stat. So we've got a lot of LinkedIn lurkers. And if you listen to the last episode of this podcast with Mariah Cause, you heard her say that our champagne clients are lurking in luxury, right? And so these statistics are important for a couple of reasons. One, it's not about the number of likes you get, because again, like I said earlier, like it's easy to fall into a pit of compare and despair, but trust me, even if you're not getting a ton of engagement or like likes or comments, people are watching, they're internalizing, they're consuming, they're building trust in you, whether they like your post or not. And remember, we've got a lot of luxurious lurkers on LinkedIn. And two, with a greater ratio of users to content than other social media platforms have, your posts are going to linger in the feed longer and they'll have a shelf life of a week, two weeks, even longer than that. They just have more time to get noticed. And that's why being lazy on LinkedIn works so well. Bottom line is LinkedIn is still unsaturated and you can get a massive organic reach to your content. Okay. Myth four is that gosh, since I'm new to LinkedIn or I have a super, super small following, like less than a hundred people, it won't work for me. The LinkedIn algorithm was actually designed for growing your network, right? It was designed for business development. So again, like I said this before, but let's say a client likes your post, the algorithm is going to show their network, your post. And so it's an easy way to build your network. And it is a network that is like the audience that you already have. It's like the audience that you want to build. And it tends to be an audience that can invest in your services because over half of internet users who make over 75K per year use LinkedIn. And that's like an older stat. Like I would be curious to get the more updated version of that, but it just points to the fact that the folks who are on LinkedIn generally can invest in your services, whether you're a coach, service provider, consultant, coach, sultant, that kind of thing. Plus, LinkedIn is a trusted professional brand in and of itself, right? It has been rated the number one most trusted social media platform. It's not used to find like romantic partners. You know, it's just different. It's just, it's really used for building up our business. And I recently learned, which makes so much sense, LinkedIn gets its revenue from its premier paid memberships. And so many other platforms gets its revenue from ads So it behooves them to promote like controversial, salacious content because people will just keep showing up to fight each other versus LinkedIn wants to keep its professional networking members happy. It's just a different vibe. Like people on LinkedIn are actually friendly. They're supportive. And if someone does troll another person, that comment is attached to their name and it could impact their ability to get their next job or find their next customer The whole way that LinkedIn is set up, it just lends itself to peaceful community building. And then the last thing, the last myth, it's not really a myth. It's more of a trend. 
that I've been noticing. And honestly, it's a trend that I support, which is, hey, I don't want to create any more content for social media. I don't want to do this content treadmill thing. I want to spend my time elsewhere. And I love that. And what I'll say about that is that LinkedIn is indexed by Google as a super trusted domain. And so, yes, you probably have a website for your consultancy or your business. But in fact, if you Google most professionals, their LinkedIn is one of the first things to come up. Like maybe it's the first thing, maybe it's probably in the top three. I would encourage you to Google yourself and see where your LinkedIn comes up in that. But as your visibility snowballs, people are going to start Googling you. Whether you are applying to speak at a conference, when you're sending a proposal to a potential client, when your friend refers their friend to work with you, chances are people are going to Google you or they're going to look at your LinkedIn right off the bat. But even if they Google you, they are probably going to find your LinkedIn profile. And so you want a solid LinkedIn profile for when that happens, even if you no longer want to create content for social media. Just have a filled out LinkedIn that just lives on the internet, right? That's my suggestion. Check it once a month. Maybe check it even once a quarter. You can be as easeful as you want to be on LinkedIn. So that's my piece. That's my two cents. And if anything about today's episode inspires you to get more visible as a go-to trusted voice and build your social impact business on the platform, I want to invite you to go deeper into this work with me. Because showing up on LinkedIn can bring up a whole bunch of questions like, how do I find my people? What do I even say to this person once we're DMing so I don't sound like a spammy bot? Or what do I post about as I get ready to launch my new service? What do I prime my launch with on LinkedIn? So I am creating a new way to coach salt up to 10 vision-led women. You will have access to me via Voxer for any and all of these types of questions. Plus, you'll be in a small, intimate mastermind of 10 or less vision-led women who are all working on their LinkedIn visibility for social impact. So if that sounds like what you have been craving, what you have been looking for, fill out the brief application in the show notes, and I will reach out with an easeful email. But either way, I will talk with you soon, and I wish you happy LinkedIn-ing. What'd you think? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or even better, reach out and let me know through lumosmarketing.co. Yes, that's lumos as in the illumination spell from Harry Potter. Because when you shine, magical things happen. You can get social with me on LinkedIn. And of course, check out the show notes to stay in touch with our guests. Let's talk soon.